This is an ABC podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Australia will weather this current virus storm. The nation will emerge from its darkest hour with time on the clock to score a win. There will be a golden dawn. New heroes and life will blossom across our land. Yes, it's time to bump. It's time to thump and celebrate on the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. Pull them up, pull them on and pack down for bludging on the blind side with the master of midfield mayhem, rampaging Roy Slaven and the leading light of long shots, H.G. Nilsson. Let her rip, H.G. Yes, so TF Mark Cedric, Espen Sump, AO, torching the blindside blue paper once again for another week. Uh, that's the power and the passion right there of the Sumster camp in the bludging on the blindside soundproof booth at ABC Grandstand HQ. Now, the Blinkered Knights uh, of Balaclava, their fundraising. Uh, issues once again uh, open the show. The Sumster noticed a pair of Michael Jordan's shoes sell last week for 900k. I thought that was a bit under. I had hoped they'd go for one out front, uh, but sadly it wasn't to be. It was 900k. And this focused the Sumster's mind on the Blinkered Knights of Balaclava and the Brains Trust and the Fundraising Committee. As the once they got in the room together there, there were quite a few. Obviously, they were the two two kilometres apart and so on, so they had to shout at each other. Uh, as the Sumster pointed out to the committee, the, the quality footwear will always sell at a price. And the Knights, with his help, this is the Sumster's help, have secured 200 signed pairs of NRL and AFL footy boots to auction off to raise funds for the Knights' um, 2020 campaign. They will auction this lot off online. It, it's a genuine festival of the boot. Uh, that could only come as part of the COVID crisis. Now, Espen took a peek and noticed boots in the pile donated by Wait For It. And let me put these names right out there, right at the start, and have you licking your lips to get involved. So, boots donated by Kevin Hardwick, the toughest man ever to play rugby league fact. Uh, Danny Delray, the uh, Bulldog, the Footscray Bulldog. Cement Gillespie, Canterbury-Bankstown player, uh, obviously Australian player and so on. And great to see Cement Gillespie represented. I think he might have more than one boot in the heap. There was Superboot Bernie Quinlan, Scotty Burns, Bruce Duperuzel, uh, Brett Thornton, Andrew Jarman and the nudist Jeff Gerrard. Just that, that was just a selection that I managed to notice. Um, I mean, have a squiz online for the full list and be, pre- be prepared to go big for a bargain. I mean, imagine getting your hands and your feet in into a pair of super dupers as worn by Bruce. And imagine the looks. Imagine the envy in other teammates when you turn out in the super dupers at the first night of training in season 2020 once it resumes down your end of the park. Now, job keepers, welcome to Bludging on the Blind Side and the footy season 2020 for another blast of boot festivities, frenzy and frolics. Right-thinking patriots, God talks to me, pilgrims, buffs, TP hoarders, looking for another role and mad footy freaks, H.G. Nelson, opening the blindside dig for another set of seven. And what a week! What an incredible week! A week when too much sport is barely enough. And like many of you, I'm really loving this less is more approach to the whole wide world of sport. But let me say right from the start, it's back on. What's back on? Rugby League is back on, and it's never been better. It's never been better. The real winners this week were the Broncos, who were touched up in the 2019 final series about 60 to nil. And on Thursday, they improved on that score against the old foe, the Parramatta Reels, by 30 points at Suncorp. Imagine how Anthony Seabold and the whole Broncos organisation would have come away from that 30 to 6 
loss, but with hope. Hope. That's what rugby league's all about. Hope. 30 points better than this time last year. Or not even this time last year, than September last year. I mean, how do you make that sort of improvement? I mean, that's the, that's the beauty of a COVID comp. Now, I notice the boys are still spitting, which is great to see. And no one missed the crowds as far as I look. Obviously, I've been travelling around a bit on public transport and it's a bit hard because of obviously the distance involved. Uh, but I shout out at people, you know, what do you think about the rugby league, etc. And often I shout out at the driver from the bus stop and so on. And I'm getting it that the crowd is not missed at all. In fact, if anything, my survey suggests the crowds have held the game back. That's right. Crowds have held the game back. Certainly they appear to start on time so far in a lot better, I don't know what the strike rate is historically, usually about 10 to 15 minutes late, but uh, these matches are getting underway pretty much on time. Now, Brisbane 2032, the Olympic bid is still on track with Beattie, Coates, Volandis and Pound now pushing at the open door and there's a very big whisper that rugby league, that's it, rugby league, will be an Olympic sport by 2032 if Peter has anything to do with it. And we know how much he can drag things kicking and screaming over the line. Uh, so we've got Aussies fired up by the promise of Australia. Tremendous to have you with us as we prod forward through the solidly backed up storage for the week's sporting action. Remember to step up and have a go and get a go. And now, while well, I'm super excited about this, it's another. It's a, I don't get any more excited in the week than uh, this moment. It's an unprecedented level of excitement. Now, to get the blindside barge away from the wharf, let's talk to a man who this week, well, he was flat out. He's completely flat out. He was probing the Bellamy uh, Dallium Coach of the Year betting fiasco. He was obviously a central figure in that fiasco. Uh, obviously, he was told it was Craig's hours before the Wiffy Rumpus got underway. He's still up to his ears in uh, the Rugby Australia's reboot, organising the Rural and Regional Lands Acts. I mean, he's, uh, I mean, is there an Australian medal? Is there, is there something dauble, bauble, dauble that he can hang around his neck after all this? Uh, there's another get-together for the Anzacs and all Australians interested and most Australians I have talked to in the week are interested. Concord tomorrow at 11am. He maintains the Zeri case is a busted-ass fit-up that stinks. His view is the whole wheeze appears uh, to have been part of a deep state rugby league plot to get Josh Morris to the foul house to link up with his brother Brett. I hope I've got that the right way round for the twins. Now, he's now roped in. Oh, Lord, how does he find the time? To run biosecurity slide rule over the sponsors and corporates for the NRL Supremo Volandas. And he's flagging a biosecurity nightmare. This man is flagging a nightmare when PV, that's Peter Volandi, ushers the crowds in on July the 1st. And with an AFL night granny almost certain this year, there are murmurs too loud to ignore that AFL football is disrespecting racing on Cox Plate Day. I mean, he asks me, as he asks you, where do some people get off? These allegations are just ridiculous. So many questions, so few answers, and hovering like a dark cloud over this blighted landscape is the threat of another John Farnham farewell tour. I just let that dangle out there because I have to point out that the voice that is, you know, the voice, that bloke, is coming to a showground near you in 2021 and this bloke has a document that says John Farnham, that Farnham, promised to stop touring 15 years ago and he's Farnham, that is, he's still at it. 
Where does the bloke get off? Honestly, it's enough to make you vomit. The man who wiped his way through this load before reaching for the dual flash button is rampaging Roy Slavin. Roy, can we get the bludging on the blind side bunny emotion simply by asking what highlights caught your restless eye this week? Yes. <clears throat> Thank you very, very much, Ashley Nelson. Uh, what a curious week where the new normal looked back across the void and bellowed, our castle's strength will laugh a siege to scorn. Whoa. Fighting words. Did you write the last bit yourself? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. This comes from a moment in Macbeth HG just prior to Macbeth learning that the... Uh, the, the wood's um, on its way? The woods... Yes, Burnham Wood has come to Dunsinane. Mm. That uh, pivotal moment mm. in that uh, fabulous bit of work. Mm. Just... Uh, I've seen echoes in that work uh, this week. Now, will... Will the strength of our castle largely, large, you know, largely laugh a siege to scorn? I hope so. Mm. We can but hope. As you say, HG, it's about hope. Isn't it? It's all about hope this week. Hope. Rugby League arrives in triumph. Volandis is showered with golden feathers. Feathers of gold. I've never heard you use that term Nor before. Nor I. Never F-O-G. before. F-O-G. Feathers of gold stuffed down the trousers, stuffed in the underpants, stuffed in the socks, stuffed everywhere. Billowing out of him wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. Falling by the roadside wherever he walks. People picking up feathers of gold. Gold to roll in. My God. God, what has he done? Look, the uh, looking at the ratings, HG. I mean, I mean, Skid must be uh, over the moon. I would be one one point three million views, I believe, yeah. on Thursday night. And this is when Mel was back on MasterChef. I don't know where Mel went. On must have been Wednesday night. And Mel was missing. We don't know yeah. mystery there. No Mel, no fun. No Mel, no fun. I oh, know exactly. Uh, I mean, they did their best, Andy and the Jock. Jock. Not yeah, sure about don't Jock. Don't know about Jock. No. Don't know. I don't know if you can I don't know the where place. the weird tat came from on the left arm. I don't know what that's about. I don't know what the vest is about. I don't know. I just don't know what the bloke is on about. I don't know. I anyway, what... Mel makes the show. Aye, Mel. And Mel was back Thursday with the big earrings and all of that. It was great. Great. Absolutely great. It was fun again. Fun. Thank yeah. you. Mm. But uh, I, I I haven't looked at the uh, at the figures this year, but I'm pretty sure the... Uh, the Rugby League would have outpointed MasterChef on that, and that's a big, big, big blow. I know. Big blow for Skid Marks. And if you look at it, you know, the uh, the, uh, the, the the Golden Feathers man, uh, he introduced the one referee, Tick. I thought the one referee was great. Yeah. We had a single vision, not a fractured vision. No, that's Which true. we've had over the last few years. People oh. wondered what's going on with fractured vision. Well, we had the single vision back, which is great. Six again, tick. Everyone loved that. More attack. And um, a crowd noise conve- confection, that is. You know, just uh, sound effects there to make it sound like there's a crowd, even though there's not. People love that. Mm. In fact, I thought the crowd you know, involvement was first class. I know. Better than normal. Better than normal. Much better than normal. Better than a normal Australian crowd. Yes. Fact. Yeah, fact. Absolute fact. So, so that was all right. And plus, in this week of Golden Feathers... A billion-dollar deal sealed with Skid and Foxtel. Now, we're led to believe it's somewhere between 1.6, 1.7 million. That's a fair amount in the trouser Mm -hmm. for uh, the man with the feathers. Mm -hmm. Absolute triumph. 
Now, the AFL is to adopt Rugby League's canned crowd noise. Mm. Now, it'll be interesting to see how this goes. It's not easy. A lot of sleight of hand involved. It, 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 it's a feel thing. It's a feel thing, HG. You know, you can't over-egg it. it it's got, the, the sound has got to be appropriate to what's happening. And that's what Rugby League achieved with the Volanders vision. And it's up to the murderer uh, to look and learn. Look and learn. If he's, if he's capable of doing it, and I doubt it. I doubt it. And uh, I don't know, I think we've got to wait another two weeks before we can see whether this experiment is going to work. We do. With the AFL. I think we're up to the 11th of yes, June might be kick-off right. time. Don't two weeks behind, that. if you can believe it. Now, uh, speaking of the Feathers Man, the Golden Feathers Man, Pete Valandis, he wants uh, the crowds back in July. Now, he can do it. If anyone can do it, he can do it. He can drag the crowd, kick, screaming over the line, there they are. But I don't know if we need them. I really don't. No, I, I think the television product, which is what it is, it's a TV show, that's rugby league. I just feel with a the crowd there, it'll go back to being rugby league and won't be as interesting. Ask yourself, would Seinfeld be better with a crowd? Oh, good question. Yeah. Yeah, very, very good question. Now, um, Twiggy Forest's Western Force. Yes. They've said with this uh, new competition that's going to occur, the five teams, they're saying counter sin. So they're going to be there with the Reds, the Brumbies, et cetera, et cetera, the Rebels, the Waratahs. It's going to be a great competition, great competition. And maybe the Anzacs. Well, we're not sure about the Anzacs. We'll know tomorrow morning, actually, at uh, Concord Oval. We'll we'll see who turns up and how willing they are. Uh, That's at 10am. Don't forget, come along, just bring some shorts and boots and I'll have some balls there, don't worry. And hope. And hope. Bring hope. Definitely bring hope. Now, but Twee Forest Western Force joining this terrific competition comes with a caveat. Oh, yeah. And the caveat is that Rugby Australia must take global rapid rugby seriously. Now, I don't know how they demonstrate the seriousness of their taking it. I don't know. This is yet to be ironed out, I'm led to believe. Has anybody seen any GRRR? No. No, I've seen nothing. I've seen no footage, no imagery. I've heard about it. The whispers I receive are good, but it's just whispers at this stage, HG, just whispers. And um, if I was Rugby Australia, I don't think I'd be taking it seriously. But anyway, that's just me. Now, bugger all Bogut, speaking of bugger all Bogut, he's not re-signing with the Kings. A lot of Kings fans are thinking, whew, dodged a bullet there. Um, He thinks the NBL, that is the Australian NBL, is he's describing it as a bush league. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I mean, Illawarra Hawks? Yeah. The Melbourne Tigers, if they're still still there? Sydney Kings, I mean. Yeah, the Wildcats? Yeah, Wildcats, Perth Wildcats, love them. I mean, it's a, a bush fabulous, league. Yeah, fabulous competition. I mean, it's not a bush league. It's look, not a bush league. This, it, this, this is ugly talk. This is ugly talk coming from Bogut. Yeah, it demeans him. It, it demeans Bogut. Yeah. If that's possible. Yeah. <laughs> if that is possible. I mean, here's a bloke born to demean himself. He's been demeaning himself from the moment he said, ah! Yeah. First time. It's been bugger all, all the way. He's been bugger all, all the way. He's done nothing. Absolutely nothing for basketball, for Australian basketball, for world basketball. If anything, he's been a negative force. <laughs> Absolute negative force. He's a black hole. No I mean, feathers. No, none. Wouldn't no. know what a feather was. No. Said to him once, any interest in feathers yeah. there? He said, what? What? I said, feathers, mate. You know, birds fly. What? Not a clue. 
Now, uh, Peter Siddle signs with Tasmania. Could I just say, HG, what a tremendous role model Peter Siddle has been. Incredible. What a, f- what a wonderful cricketer. Yeah. Someone kids can look up to and everyone can look up to. Always bowls with his heart, knows his limitations. Uh-huh. He, he knows he's not a great, but he's a good bowler. Yeah. He can, he can tighten up an end. Now, if he can tighten up an end for Tasmania, that's all they'll want from him. Uh, He'll just walk the streets. People will be very kind to him, very generous. Peter, love your work. Good to see you. How you going, mate? Hmm. How are they coming out? Not too bad. Absolute wonderful role model, Peter Siddle. And he's had his demons. Yes, he has. And he also, I think he's gone vegan to improve he's his body. He's been vegan for and a now, while. What too. a role model that is that for is. young kids yep. today. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Try something. And he hasn't embraced the sort of madness of paleo or weird lamps <laughs> or any of that nonsense. You know, none of that. He just likes his vegetables. Yeah, fair enough. And that's fair enough. I we know. don't hold that against him. No. When I see Peter Siddle, I don't think there's a weirdo or anything. I don't. <laughs> I say there's a role model uh. and I look at Andrew Bogart and I think Peter Siddle, if you met Andrew, wouldn't want to meet him. You know that's what he'd say. And I'd agree with him. Uh. But that's Peter Siddle, perfect role model. Now, Buddy Franklin pulls his hammy again. Now, yeah, look, no. that might be it. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to put the mockers on the bloke. I won't. I like him. It was a 10-year deal, wasn't it, with the it Kings? Was. He's got three to go. He has. I don't know if they're going to get the value in the back end the last three years that they've got in the prior seven. And last year wasn't great. No. So the first six were pretty – oh, the first five. Yeah. Well, the first three really yeah, were, they were terrific. They were terrific. <laughs> but it sort of faded it, a little bit since then. The trip up it? from Melbourne was yeah, great. it was. Mm. It, it was. It was. But we wish him all the best and if anyone can get over a hammy, I suppose it's – He's practised. It's Buddy, yeah, he knows what... Man, he's been there before. We can just wish him all the best. Now, Josh and Brett Morris, you might have made... uh, You might have alluded to the Morris twins earlier, HG. I did. Now, uh, they've made NRL history. They're the first siblings to play for three clubs. More than that, though, they're the first twins to play for three clubs. Now, I don't think that record will ever be broken. It won't. I don't think it will. No. Now, just how proud... Would Slippery Steve and Karen feel? It would be incredible. It would be incredible. I hope they were there the other night. I do, I do. I I think they would have been HG. Yes, I think they would have been there last night. And they played well last night. They they, they were outstanding last night. And they've always been outstanding ambassadors who've made that crucial cultural change, HG, from Mm. rugby league to rugby league. I know. They did it. Seamlessly. I know. It's as if they were born to play play rugby rugby league. league. Make it that what you will. Kappa, Favola, Plugger, The Duck, and even the one-gloved one, Travis Cloak, could slot them through the big sticks on the turn from 50. Sure, the memory fades, except when you're bludging on the blind side. Uh, Roy, obviously we've got to talk about rugby league to start with. Now, a few issues. Uh, you mentioned the um, the local uh explosion of interest in rugby league, yeah. but worldwide. I understand three billion watched it uh, worldwide. Well, they're the figures I heard, actually. You know, I, look, I was circumspect about this when the information came through that 300, 300 million Americans... 300 million Americans alone? Yeah. No wonder it got to three billion worldwide. Yes. 
were watching. Three hundred million. Yeah, yeah. And did you ring people who you know in America? I yes, know I you. Did. You know yes, Bob I, Costas is great mate of yours. He is. Uh, you know, are you watching he Bob? Is. What do yeah. you think of well, it? Of course, Bob was watching. Yeah. Bob, Bob loves you, as you know. Yeah, he loves his he rugby. Absolutely loves his rugby league. Mm. Um, yes, I've got some very good friends in Wisconsin, HG. Oh, yes. uh, not far mm. from Michigan, as it turns out. Right. Uh, but over the border. Mm-hmm. And uh, they found they found it most engaging and it took their minds away. From all the battles. From all the battles mm. and the difficulties the that they're going through. The nightmare that mm-hmm. uh, is going through the United States at the moment, yes. And on Thursday night, who do they go for? Did they have a team or did they just yeah, appreciate the whole spectacle? Yeah, look, at first they wanted to go with the Broncos because the Matthew association Lodge. with the Denver Broncos and all of that, the Ma- name Bronco, et cetera, et cetera. But they turned to Parramatta very quickly. <laughs> so uh, Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, I should say, is, is now Parramatta Eel Heartland. Town. Yeah, <laughs> Eeltown. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, you, and you've got to thank the man of feathers for this. Mm, you do. And there didn't yeah. seem to be what was great about it was how lucky was he to get every other sport in the world apart from the Bundesliga, et cetera, yes. knocked on the head. Yeah. So he could get a, you know, they, getting those pictures in a Vladivostok, yes. uh, Minsk, Minsk yeah. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. you know, through Estonia and up in Latvia That's and right. Oslo, obviously, big, big, big yes. Bronco town, Oslo. Yep, yep. yep. Even Iceland, there, there was they took some ports. Yep, they did. They did. I mean, it is a global phenomenon. What's what's happening here? Do you think it's got uh, implications for other sport? And I, I mean, you know, for instance, you can see, as we point out, the arrow of history has been pushed by COVID, the COVID yes, crisis. Yes, it is. It is. And do you think, you know, other sports? I mean, I was just thinking baseball. Yep. I mean, what's the future of baseball? Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, I, I think we're going to see a lot of um, investigation, HG, because essentially, as you know, Volandis has worked out with uh, Skid Marks that it's a TV show they're making. There is. So is. you recall, HG, the, the invention of the laugh box. This is back in the 1950s mm-hmm. to create and generate laughter for situation comedies. Yes. So yes. that laugh track, people understood, oh, okay, we're watching something that's funny and so felt... In, involved. Involved and would, like, knew when to laugh. Yes, exactly, exactly. They, got they knew what was funny. They yeah. got cues, right? Yeah. And it made it seem richer than it might have been. If you strip the laugh track off some of these shows, they're not as funny as they are with the laugh track. No, no, spot on. Yeah. So the laugh box inventor, there's going to be an inventor of a crowd box mm-hmm. for specific sports. Rugby league, uh, AFL, AFL the, all, well but, but it'll have to be well, well nuanced, actually, because not all crowd sounds are the same. That's right. Now you've got some examples. I've here. got. Look, I've I've recorded. This is going back a bit, HG, but this is a recording from Watsford Oval uh, in Lithgow in 1979. It's uh, the Shamrocks versus the Orange Sims. Yes, and we'll just take a little a little bit of sound effect now of that crowd. That's pretty early on in the game. Yeah. Not much happening. Mm-hmm. Now, if we get get a sense of Stomper running onto the ball. Here he comes. Here he comes. You can see it now. There's going Stomp. Over. Stomp going over. So you start to get a sense of what Watsford Oval was like in that moment in time. Uh, now, there's no reason why those sound effects, HG, couldn't be transplanted to... Say, I don't know, Tigers versus, versus yeah, well, they Tigers will be. V, v Titans. The, yeah. 
Do you know what worried me was uh, I, I often thought the sound was a sort of jet plane, you yes. know, just one... Oh, yeah, it's like not. That. It, it needs to be modulated. And I thought it was a lovely thing about, this is a little-known fact, yeah. is the eels for the Bronco sound. That's the sound of Lang Park yes. that you're hearing there. That's right. The, of, of the actual yes. h- historic sounds of yeah. Lang Park yeah. sound exactly like that, which yeah. I thought was fantastic. Now, and, and crowds will get to know this, actually. Crowds will know when they're being had, you know, if you listen to or if you're watching, say, the Broncos v, v Canterbury and you're getting a sound effect from Lang Park... Oh, though you know straight away. It's not real. No, no, it's not. It's not real. Rugby league isn't fake. No. Now. No. So that's why it's going to have... Whoever comes up with this new crowd box is going to have to be, have to be aware of what we mentioned before, nuance. Nuance. It's a, it's a nuanced yeah. atmosphere yep. that will make or break... This thing, once yes. you get used to the idea of the busyness of the play and That's it's all right. attack and the six again and all yep. that sort of stuff. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, now, yep. can I just ask, um, you know, whether you think um, the rules as they're set out will be exploited yes. by certain coaches? I note here that the storm have long been associated with the NRL's best uh, slowing down of the play. Right. So Bellamy believes that uh, Cam Smith could revel in the extra possessions and the space and attack with the six again rule. I think that's right. And this is, this is echoed by Sticky Stewart, the game's greatest thinker, or used to be, uh, before Volandis came along. Um, Sticky believes that the new rules, the six again, etc., will revitalise the role of the halfbacks. Mm-hmm. That it is, the, 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 the ball distributors. Yeah. And now Cameron Smith is a ball distributor. He could come into his own as well. I mean, this could extend his life by some time, by some years, by some seasons. Right. Well, he's already ready the uh, the game's greatest player. Well, he's the player. only player to play over 400 <laughs> games. <laughs> yes, that's right. Extraordinary. Now, um, and yet, HG, he can walk around the streets of Melbourne and people don't recognise him. No, it's fantastic. It is fantastic. But this is it? going to change. Oh, of course it's going to change. You know, once they see yes. this, the genius of this bloke writ That's large right. under the new rules. Well, they can watch it tonight, HG. They can. They can watch it tonight. The big match tonight and is, of course. Bellamy is saying, this is Bellyache, this is the, the Storm coach, is mm. advising all Victorians to take this opportunity to embrace the Storm tonight when they take on the Raiders. You know, you can have the, the Viking clap and all of that. The theatre's going to be, oh, well, the... I suppose that will be like a Yeah, game. it'll be a on sound. Tape. On tape. Yeah, yeah, they'll play it in. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm hoping that, for instance, um, I've forgotten where that match is being played. Is it being played at... Uh, oh, in, good um, question. It might be Canberra. Right. Well, if it's Canberra, what I had hoped was that the bus yeah. bringing the players would be able to go through the streets of Canberra. Right. Sadly, it's Amy Park for those who are heading Oh, it is Canberra. Amy Park. Yeah, Amy Park. But, but I, people could still line the streets in Melbourne. They could. They could. Out the front of their houses. Yes. The bus, they know where the hotel is. They line up yep. out the front and yep. do the clap as the bus goes That's by. Right. Exactly. Socially distancing. Socially distancing. Yeah, of course. Perfect. Yeah, it goes without saying. Yeah. Now... Speaking of Melbourne, we do have this uh, ongoing battle, this faux whip around to try and generate some interest in, you know, flogging dead horses from Jeff Kennett again. He said this week about the Rugby League and the return of Rugby League, I I very rarely watched it anyway. Why would I change a pattern of a lifetime over a lifetime? Boring, boring game. Doesn't interest me at all. I would rather do some underwater knitting. Right. Yes. And there you ha- imagine that he's got a laugh track. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Somebody's got the laugh box. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's Jeff. Look, Jeff sounds a little bit defensive to me. A bit out of fashion. A bit out of fashion, a bit Missed under the, the pump. Miss oh, yeah. the bus. Oh, yeah. Miss the bus man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be a fool if he doesn't uh, embrace it. He's a former Premier. Hmm. He should be proud of the storm. 
Well, you know... He I, should be. He should be. He should be proud of Cameron Smith. Now, one thing... He should be proud to say Cameron Smith is a friend. That's what he should be, a big enough man. A big enough man. He is a man with trousers large enough to house billions of feathers, not one in it. Bludging on the blind side as a proud supporter of the interfaith, club-neutral, ecumenical church service for players, officials, fans and families held weekly at 6am at Lotto Land. No need to book, just turn up. It might be time for a quiz. I think so. And listen, let's, what, what we've... We're what do you got there? Well, we're opening a third front in right. the Olympic memorabilia. Oh, yeah. VHS, obviously sealed copies. This is the Olympic series, The Road to Glory, Volume 7, Boxing. So this is highlights of boxing over the last... Hasn't time. that been controversial in the Always. Olympic context each year? Indeed. Boxing. Remember Korea? Remember, Remember Jeff Sol? Fennick? Jeff Fennick, yeah. Sitting down in protest... protest. Well, it's just, you know, obviously Muhammad Ali, yes. uh, George Fraser, there's the Spinks brothers, Michael and Leon, they fought each other. They it was did. a fantastic bout, Sugar Ray Leonard. Uh, I mean, yeah. so many more. Uh, it's just fantastic. So that's the Road to Glory boxing VHS. Oh, I mean, the, the hits seem bigger on VHS. They do. For some lucky listener who can answer the following question. The question is as follows, HG. Which United States state, or that is which US state, has embraced the Parramatta Eels? The most decent people on earth, Australians. The fittest people on earth, Australians. The fittest, most decent Australians, the AFL community. Celebrated each week here on The Bludge. Who are we talking to, Roy? Yeah, we're joined by uh, Adrian from Adelaide. How are you there, Adrian? Yeah, well, thanks, Roy. Yourself? Yes, very well indeed. Now, what part of Adelaide are you in there, Adrian? I'm actually in the CVD at the moment. I'm actually uh, parked on Hindley Street, funnily enough. Hindley right. Street? You're Hindley lucky to get a park Street. on Hindley Street on a Saturday morning. Well, it, it, it's Adelaide, mate, so we're pretty quiet with the whole COVID thing uh, going yes. on. Oh, right. Yes. Look, has Hindley Street suffered, uh, you know, as the um, – is it the crazy horse? Is that still <laughs> – is that still there? I, I, I don't – I believe so. It might, yeah. might have, yeah. might have been um, – Refurbed into another nightclub that uh, right. used to be on West Terrace, I think, called HQ. Oh, okay. They, they'd be struggling businesses at the moment, wouldn't they? Those nightclubs. I just hope they get yeah, JobKeeper. Yeah. yeah, they they would have JobKeeper yeah. for, for sure. Yeah, and and when when you're uh, you know at home, what 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 part are you in? I'm in Ranella, down what? south, southern suburbs. Oh, okay, Ranella. Now, if you were to be on the tourism board of Ranella. What would you, your message be, Adrian, to get people to visit your part of Adelaide? Um, we come down south. We've got a, a very large transmitting tower uh, built in the 50s. Yep. Oh, uh, that would be a sight. Bit of a beacon, uh, HG, at yeah. the southern suburbs. I believe it's uh, something that the flight path uses as a, as a, as as a guide. guideline for, for, the, uh, for the airport when they're when they're in their flight past. So. Yeah. Well, isn't that fabulous? How tall How tall is it, Adrian? I'd have to guess maybe approaching 100 metres, maybe maybe 120 metres or so. Bloody hell. That's, that's enormous. That is huge. Yes, yep. No, uh, and do people like to have their photograph taken beside it or in front of it? Or I don't think so. I think it's kind of, it's got the old uh, the barbed wire kind of around the perimeter. So right. not really an option, I suppose, unless you know, know someone on the inside, maybe. 
you knew the murderer or someone like that to get you yes. in. Yes, well, the murderers could certainly. Well, how about lobbying, you know, the local council to take down the barbed wire, free the tower so as people can have their photos taken with yep. it. You'd get people from all over the world, you know, tower freaks coming to complete the set in Ronella. You would. Absolutely. Yep. If yep. anyone can do it, it's probably Volandis rather than the murderer. But True. Yeah. True. Well, no, Volandis would do it. I mean, Volandis would... him kicking and screaming over the line. He would. Volandis would have postcards featuring that tower up available for purchase within the hour. Absolutely. He, he would. He would. Yeah, no, no messing about with Peter. He, he gets, no, that's he gets true. Done. He gets things done. Now, are you looking forward to the, uh, to the AFL opening up? I am. No, definitely um, it's going to be nothing like seeing uh, absolutely no people at Adelaide Oval. Yep. Uh, the atmosphere is going to be electric, uh, uh, Roy. Yes, it will um, be electric. Now, do, do you like the idea of the um, crowd noise, the artificial crowd noise? Um, well, that's all you think all you think you really need to know about that is that Volandis thought it was a good idea. So, no, I mean, how true. My how opinion true. really just fades into insignificance, I think, Yeah. compared no. to... Listen. Do you think the Do you think the uh, putting aside the madness of Jeff Kennett, do you think that the AFL needs someone like Peter Vlanders, a can-do golden feathers man? Ab- absolutely. Well, AFL struggling with leadership. I think yes. the problem with the AFL leadership is that they're too humble. I mean, uh, Gill oh, came from true. very humble beginnings, St Peter's College, true, true. Um, yeah, Adelaide University, we need someone that's a bit of a, a toff. We need someone with a bit of a bit of a silver silver tail background. I think right. someone like Volandis. Ah, well, uh, gee, I, I, I think he'd be amazed by that description of his background being a silver tail. <laughs> but anyway, now uh, I suppose we should get to the yes, question du jour yes. here, Adrian. Now, which US state has embraced the Parramatta Eels? Uh, I think that might be Wisconsin. Absolutely right. Now, the Olympic Series, Volume 7, The Road to Glory, Boxing. We'll get that into the mail to you as soon as we can. Do you have a VHS player at home at all, Adrian? I I do, actually. There you go. Well, you're in for a real treat. And (laughs) let's face it, you'll be the most popular person in your street once the word gets out that you've got a brand-new VHS of the Olympic Boxing. In the meantime, thanks very much for being part of Bludging on the Blind Side. Australian football is a family affair. Imagine the AFL without the Silvanis, the controversial corners and the bulky Browns. Or Rugby League without the Sirenans, the Morris clan, the two generations of Pierce and the remarkable Hoppawates. It's unimaginable. All these greats remembered fondly on Bludging on the Blind Side. Yes, uh, Roy, look, just picking up... uh some comments there of Adrian and yourself about, well, it's all very well to get the AFL back up and running, which yeah. is going to be great. And I'm just wondering if you'd be prepared. And I've, I've got to say that the the sound effects that you heard of Watsford Oval yeah. with Stomp scoring a try, yep. they've been, un, been unearthed because of that shout-out we gave to the sh- gave to the Shambles Project a little while ago that's about right. this final year of you playing with yeah. the Shamrocks. Yeah. And that's unearthed a lot more vision uh, interviews. I know there's Stomp talking to Grass about every yep. match, yep. things like this that you didn't realise still existed. And that yeah. sound of the crowd comes from that particular... Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I remember the day, actually. I mean, it all comes back. Did he score many tries? Stomp, not that many over no, the years. So, uh, hence the crowd hence noise. Hence the crowd noise there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people are just so happy for him. It was his birthday as well. Now... So, obviously, uh, the murderer's attention is squarely focused on the AFL's return on June the 11th. Mm. 
But uh, veteran uh, journalist Caroline Wilson, and this is a story from a little week ago. I just couldn't bring it. It just broke my heart, this story. I just couldn't bring it to you. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you know, Roy and I have set ourselves the task of being factual and truthful as often as we can. Yeah. And this is no exception. But Caroline Wilson says it's only a matter of time before the murderer confronts the future of some of the league's poorer clubs. I tell you what, he's already confronted it. Mm. He knows which ones are in for the chop already. Yeah, of course he does. So the AFL is expected to cut the soft cap expenditure by approximately 40% uh, to $6 million per club from 2021 and beyond that from the current uh, down from the current 9.7 million. Yep. They just don't have the money. They don't have the money, yep. Measures as such as reducing the staff at the football departments to just 25 mem- members have already taken place in a bid to secure the game's future finances after the coronavirus. Yep. Wilson said the debate over the spending cap is only getting more intense, specifically concerning the gap between the AFL's rich and poor clubs. Mm. She went as far as to say that the future of some of the newer teams is in serious risk. Yeah. Now, it's heating up. The return to play is consuming the murderer and his team this week, or that's obviously a couple of weeks ago, mm. but in about a month there'll be a new set of dilemmas. I.e. he's got to get the show back on the road. Yes. And then immediately he's confronted by the new set of dilemmas. Yep. What's it going to happen to the competition? Mm. Uh, I reckon they're going to start looking for at uh, the poorer clubs. I'm certain one or two of the newer clubs, and by them I mean obviously not in Adelaide but further north and obviously clubs like North Melbourne. Dear. I don't think they're safe. I really don't. Wow. Now, okay. <clears throat> well, there's going to have to be some creative thinking here, HG, because, you know, we do have poorer clubs. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm wondering if the poorer clubs could have their own competition, amateur. Amateur competition. An amateur competition. So you might, might have eight clubs in the amateurs? Yes. And you'd have, uh, what would that leave, six professional AFL clubs to have their own competition? Is that, might be eight. Is that, Eight, mm. all right. Well, eight's all right. Yeah, that's true. That's Thank reasonable. Now, and so you'd have North Melbourne v the Suns in, That'd be opening in your round. opening round of your B competition, mm-hmm. wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, I suppose it'd be cheaper to run. You wouldn't have to pay anyone. It's all volunteer. And I suppose it would test the uh, loyalty of the fans to those if clubs. they really mm. want. If they if they really want the Suns, the Gold Coast, they've got to earn it. Mm. They've got to earn it. Mm. They can't just rely on the largesse of the murderer because that's... Gone. That's gone. Those days are gone. Coronavirus yeah. killed that off. Yes. Now, what about these people on these, uh, like John Longmire at the Swans? He signed a massive deal until the end of 2023. Yes. There's no way the wage will stay inside their footy department cap if it's reduced to 6 or $7 million. You understand the point? Is that they're, they're only able to spend so much money, but they signed yep. long contracts yes. like what they did with Buddy that yep. ran right outside the, uh, yes. the new landscape. Yep. Do the AFL... Well, I'm wondering, HG, it seems to me that you could argue or put forward a legal argument that all contracts signed in a pre-COVID world yes. are now... Null, null and void. Well, what an excellent idea. Null and void. You could argue mm. that. I mean, it'd go to the High Court. Ah, oh, of course it would. You know. Restraint of trade. Yes, all you know. that. Yes. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. The rule of law and bloody blah. Mm. But they've got to face reality. Mm-hmm. And the reality is we're on the other side of something that's created change. Now, the law has got to recognise that. Now, the murderer can't just keep going with his head in the sand, doors closed, celebrating the death of things... He's got to face reality. He's got to lift his head up, open the door, come out and say it's a different world. 
Swimming Australia supports NATO, the CSIRO, the ANZUS Pact and the World Health Organisation. No other sport has made such a commitment. This is Bludgeon on the Blind Side on ABC Radio. Roy, uh, just uh, venues are going to get a belting, aren't they, as we come into this? I mean, that uh, excellent uh, sound from 79 of Watsford Oval. I mean, yep. what a venue. Mm. But now we've got the venues problems and you came up with an incredible idea that uh, the rebuild of Moore Park, mm. this is the Sydney Football Stadium or the ANZ, yes. should be car friendly. Well, look, I I, I I did hear a story midweek, HG, that there's been this uh, re-engagement and, and re-interest in driving drive drive movies, driving yeah. cinemas. Yeah. Aren't they now, great? Oh, they're fantastic. Mm. They're fantastic. Mm. And the, the issues of sound have been solved, solved now. Yeah. You don't have to have that stupid speaker that sits on your window. No. You just tune in to the... Uh, channel. To the channel. As that, long as you've got a car on. that can... Where the radio will work without the motor running. <laughs> you've got to make sure that you've got a vehicle of that type because you can't just sit there with your motor running for a couple of hours and expect people to accept that. They won't. Uh, so it, it seemed to me, HG, that it would be an easy thing to do at this, st- this stage of the build. With the old Olympic Stadium, they've taken out all the seating mm-hmm. and the raking looks about oh, right for, good, mine yeah. to, for cars to... You know, Line up, especially modern cars, HG, with uh, you know your, your four wheel drives, etc. With that, you can back in, open the back doors, uh-huh. and sit on the on tailgate the, on, the, on the tailgate mm-hmm. and enjoy your football. Well, it's just an incredible idea. Mm. And can I ask? And, and social distancing is maintained, of course, car to car, car to car. Now. Can I ask, are you suggesting that we alter the design mm-hmm. and people would be able to now yes. get a, say, let's say one of the home teams there was the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs. Yes. So they would be able to have a season's ticket. So yes. you'd always get Bay 12, yep. slot number 14 That's would it. be you. That's and you drive in there. You're and I in. think on the rake at the moment, if, mm-hmm. if they pulled the seats out, you could get three or four lines of cars. Easily. It's not as though you wouldn't get quite a big crowd in there. No. You, then, uh, are you my suggesting- estimation is actually you'd get roughly 10,000 cars in there. Do you have to use the upper levels to get the 10,000? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And that provides its own logistical complications. You'd have to have special lifts. Well, hang on a minute. But that's going to be cheap to build. Oh, it's very cheap. Can I just go to another issue? You know, at that ground Mm. or at that the venue, it has those... Circular vomitoriums. Circular vomitoriums. I think you get a car in there. Yeah, you could. And you'd probably have to go one way. Yeah. So you go in, say, on the the left-hand end and come out on the right-hand end, That's it. Easily. That could easily be done. Now, what an excellent idea. Now, sure, the the, the voiding of the cars is going to take time as... But but marshals marshals can organise this. I I know. And if people are sensible and realise yes. that this is something done because of COVID, yes, I, I think that's incredible. And uh, you know, yeah. imagine the, 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 the only impeachment on freedom, HG, and there is an impeachment on freedom. That is, once you've committed, you're in your car, you're watching the game, you can't leave early. No, you've got to stay to the end. You can't leave early, no. uh, unless you want to walk home and come and collect your car the next day. Now that's possible, but I think it creates a bit of a headache and difficulties for. Um, you know, organisers, if you say parked in, you'd hate that. So the gates open at, say, 5.30 for a 7.30 kickoff. Yes. The cars come in, you get your hot, you know, this catering available. Yes. You send one of the runners off to get the hot dogs, That's the pies, right. the 30 centimetre sausage rolls That's and it. a bucket of chips. That's it. 
uh, hot chips, that yes. is. And, yeah. uh, so maybe or you could take an esky. An esky. And uh, one of those hibachis that uh, ah. you, could, you could plug into your car. That, that's all the go on MasterChef at the moment. Everyone's using hibachis, indoor hibachis. I mean, it's just crazy to it's, me. But anyway, it, the barbecue is that COVID inside. changed? Well, I don't know. Hibachi? I don't know. These things are sort of, oh, you know, it's You it's plug a bit it like, into the cigarette lighter. Yeah. I've never seen that before. Yeah, no, nor have I. But you can do that now. You mm-hmm. can do that now. I mean, these things come in waves. You know, you've, you've, you've got your sous vides, you, you've got your, your pressure cookers, and now you've got your hibachis indoors. Right. Now, you could take a, a hibachi and maybe do a few crumb cutlets or. Crumb cutlets? Crumb cutlets. That's fantastic. While you watch your footy, I thought and you, you could m- share recipes with people. What are you eating, mate? Oh, we've just got sardines. Ah, lose that. Like a crumb cutlet. Yeah, wouldn't mind trying that. You know, and then you get bonding. I know. And maybe you, even though you come from or supporting different teams. That's right. You go home as friends. Yeah, you do. You, do. you yeah. go home as friends. And you go home with recipes. And you think, oh, I'd never thought recipes. of having a... Recipes? Yeah. I'd never thought of having a barchi. And Indoors? I'm making it It's a unreal. A lemon meringue pie and a barchi. You could do that. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. The 2020 Olympic Games are now the 2021 agenda. This change of date is the greatest Olympic challenge ever. If anyone can pull it off, it'll be the awesome foursome of John Coates, Lord Gosper, Bruce McAvaney and Dick Pound. The Olympics could not be in safer hands than these four bludgers on the blind side. Can I just get your thoughts on the crowd photos at $22 a pop? Uh, you know, you, there, there were some joke photos in there. There was, a, I think, of, uh, you know, that chap who's in trouble with the Boris Johnson, you know, the Cummings character. Oh, yes. There's a photo of him there. Right. Yep. A photo of uh, other rugby league players uh-huh. and so on. $22 and you can be a face right. in the crowd. Oh, that's a terrific idea, Yeah, HG. pure Volanders, I would Pure Volanders. I, I must admit, I, I did sort of vaguely, I was aware of the photos in the crowd, actually, but I was... Of absolutely no interest to me because I was watching the game. Yeah, I, <laughs> I understand that. I, I should go back and still frame and have a look at some of those photos. But no, uh, no, I understand. Yeah. I mean, it's just a wheeze to get twenty-two dollars for no I one turning so. up. Yeah, I mean, well, it's I, a great idea. Great idea. Yeah. yeah. Now we've just had an update on the tower in Ranella. Oh yes, we do. The, the Adrian from Adelaide was a little wide of the mark. HG, we're led to believe that this tower is the ABC Tower, the tower that we're broadcasting from right now. Well, pull down the fence and get your photos. Yeah, I mean, and 120 metres tall. Yeah, yeah can yeah, that be yeah. right? Well, maybe. Yeah, true. Maybe, maybe, but there's no reason why the ABC shouldn't get those. You're right. Get rid of the barbed wire. Open it up. Maybe put a bit of a slab down so as people can stand yes, there. Yes, and a plaque. A plaque. A plaque. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now she, mm. someone had suggested there's a wonderful and famous uh, 1950s photograph of uh, uh, Robert Gordon Menzies, former Prime Minister, sitting in his Bentley at Prince's Park. Oh, no, that's true. Watching that's football. True. He would go all the time yes. there in, I, in I the car. I think that was post-stroke. I think he had a stroke and they Couldn't get gave around. him a special, a special dispensation to drive the Bentley right up to the boundary line and watch it from there. <laughs> so, you know, there's there's a rich tradition in Australia of watching sport from your car. Well, you'd know in the old Watsford Oval. Oh, Watsford Oval used to be surrounded by You'd surround the cars and, yeah. they, honestly, there'd be more car horns than cheers. Um, we used to respond to car car horns, you know. Early uh, on. Early on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I think you're absolutely right and probably people have had other examples of that uh, yes. where they're watching sport from cars. Mm. 
Anyway, keep going. Yeah. Any other uh, oh, texts? Look, no, look, I, I do. Uh, just following up an email received some time ago, actually, you may recall the Sly Grog merchant that was uh, oh, yes, the jailed. 100 pounds. And fined, yes, 100 pounds with there might have been. Uh, six pound 25. Five pound three and six. Court costs. Court costs yeah. as well. The um, That's the bit that broke him. That's the bit that broke him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was Stephen Stone and John Willie from memory. Now, uh, there's Somewhere been a follow-up from uh, from uh, a chap describing himself as the glass canoe. Yeah, Rockhampton it was, actually, yeah. yeah. yeah he says, where is the justice in a world where an idiot like Matt Moran is lauded for his kumbacha, kale and quinoa scones, yet this genuine Aussie pioneer and friend of the poor is hauled before the courts like a common criminal? Who's he talking about He's here? talking about the Sly Grog merchant who had the great idea of fly tox, boot polish and metho. For that, you end up with a £100 fine, whereas a clown like Moran Nothing. can cook up rubbish yeah. and he gets feathers. Can I ask, you watch MasterChef a lot more closely than me, don't yep. tell me there's not a lot of dishes cooked yeah. up on MasterChef which are equal to the Moran rubbish. Oh, yes, there are. Of course there are. Yeah. Especially Reynolds. I mean, he goes crazy, you know, some of these things. Who's the one who cooks cake all the time too? Oh, well, Reynolds does sweets, if that's uh-huh. what you mean, specialised oh, in just... sweets mm-hmm. and, and savoury sweets. Eh, try and get your head around that. Okay. You know, you're looking forward to something sweet. Hello. Here he is with a cheese ice cream. Thank you very much. I mean, how does that work? And why is that encouraged by, you know, Mel. Jock and Mel and Co? I've no idea. Shouldn't I... be. They should stamp that stuff right on the head. Didn't... Sweets. Mm. Sugar. Mm. <laughs> you start with sugar, don't you? You do. Now, can I ask whether you think that there would be room in the current lineup of MasterChef, judging-wise, mm. for a visit from Gary or Matt? Well, isn't that funny? They've sort of disappeared, they haven't have they? Completely. And what, this they plate can. of origin show, when's it due to oh, start? I've no idea. No idea. Yeah. Because the, the MasterChef is rating its socks off, apart from last Thursday, of course, when the rugby league blew it out of the water. But uh, it, it's been going very, very well indeed. Now, even though it's Mel's show. Yeah, well, she's the one who's going to kick on. Yeah, yeah. she's got the earrings, the, yeah, the, the, the touch hat. of hort. Yeah, you that's know, right. The, yeah, telling them off. Yeah. No, Mel, no fun. Now, Coming back to the question of oval redevelopment, I did notice that Peter Volandis, the man with the feathers, the gold mm. feathers, mm. Um, well, it does appear that they're interested in a once-in-a-generation upgrade for Leichhardt Oval. Yes. Now, the Inner West Council Mayor, Darcy Byrne, is a step closer to securing a once-in-a-generation upgrade yep. for Leichhardt Oval after ARL, yep. Commission Chairman, is that right, ARL? As Australian well as Rugby League, yeah. Yeah, Australian mm. ARL uh, Chairman, the Feathers Man, the Golden Feathers Man, pledged to fight for government funding to pay a much-needed renovations. Now, right. yep. if anybody can get this kicking and screaming over the line, obviously Volandis will. Yep. It's news that will be welcomed by Tigers fans, West Tigers fans around the world because that's what you've got here now. You've got a global game. Mm-hmm. Byrne received a letter from Volanders late last week asking him to submit a wish list for the traditional ground. Byrne yes. intends to table detailed plans of specification for uh, for being able to have 100,000 cars mm-hmm. in uh, West Tigers at the next Inner West Council meeting in a fortnight before liaising 
on the next step with Volandos, who has made suburban grounds one of his seven big ticket priorities when he first thrust into league's top job. Very good. One of his seven big ticket items. Yep. Now, yep. obviously, Brookvale Oval screaming for it. They have Lotto Land, Lotto Land, yeah. Yep. You know, then you go out to Belmore. Yes. That's, they badly need improvements there. I reckon that uh, Bankwest Stadium, the par- that's a schmozzle that they opened it too early. They yep. only have finished it. Toilets, yep. catering. What are you expecting now in the rebuild at Leichhardt? At Leichhardt. Uh, look, Leichhardt is one of those beautiful historical grounds, actually, which is almost unchanged from 1908. Right. Um, the You really are visiting the past when you go to the toilet there. It's like... People went to the toilet back in the day, you know what I mean? It was a different world. Mm-hmm. A urinal? A, st- a no, long like urinal? To, yes, I'd like to keep a lot of that, HG. Mm-hmm. Keep the history. Shows kids would be able to go and see what it was like in, say, Well, kids love the idea that I'm sitting on a toilet that my great-great-grandparents probably sat on as well. There's something to that, HG. I, I call it the the osmosis of history. The osmosis of history? Yeah, where, where you absorb... Where the bums do the talking. Yeah, yep. You absorb almost organically through various... Yeah, yeah. It's not just cerebral. It's no. to do with the feel. Uh-huh. And the feel of Leichhardt Oval is 1908 and people love that. What I would like to have installed, though, obviously is more parking facilities so people could watch the game from their cars with mm. an upper tier and, we, you know, we'll... we'll talk about the logistics of that later. But I'd also like to see some sort of shading. It's always difficult on the eastern side oh, late in the day to see, to see the game because the, the sun's in your eyes. Especially at this time of year. Yeah, yeah, which is when rugby, rugby league is played. Yeah, in the so, winter months. In the winter months, yeah. Sunlight. So I'd, I'd have a large shade cloth put in that could to carry... allow people to stand on the hill and watch an unimpeded game of rugby league, improve the parking. Mm-hmm. And get the rot and the white anting out of the old stand, that that can be done tastefully, uh, and return it to its pristine form as it was. It was a beautiful grandstand. And don't touch the toilets. Leave them as they are because that's history. Now, once in a life uh, in a generation upgrade that will future-proof the ground. Yes, as by preserving a- its past. Perfect. Because uh- its past is its future. That's what I've tried to explain to people when it comes to Leichhardt Oval. <laughs> now, as an NRL venue, while also not losing the charm and character, this is what you're talking That's about. That's what I'm talking about, charm, it, character, history. Makes it one of the most popular sporting grounds in Australia. I didn't know it that. Is. It one is. One of the most popular. Yep. Surveys. You often get a crowd there when there's nothing on because people just like to, you know, if you build it, they will come. It's that sort of feel. You go there expecting and you dream. You dream of what you've seen things in the past. You dream, you know, when oh. past players were running around. Ah, oh, yes, when you can still see Roach Ciro, still see Ciro. Ciro out there, still see Backdoor Benny. Hemsley turning yes. up on the motorbike. That's right. Oh, it's a world apart, wasn't it? Was it was a world apart. And yeah. Brasher, Timmy Brasher, rode his bike to training. He was yeah, so young. That's right. We that's want to right. keep the heritage of the ground but lift the standards to what is acceptable in the modern era mm. and what can be profitable for a range of sporting organisations. Now, can I ask mm. where the money for this is coming from? I mean, this is a multi-billion dollar project we're yes. talking about here. Yeah. I'm not knocking spending the money in that way, no. but do we have it? I mean, we've got the, this problem already in mm. New South Wales with Things falling yeah. over. It must yep. be the same in Victoria and South Australia. Yep. Things falling over because yep. the government has spent so much money in yep. keeping people going through the crisis. That's true. That, that's true. Look, actually, I think there could be a future in what I'd call 
sister city arrangements. Now, we understand that there's a rainbow connection now between the Parramatta Eels and uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Now, if we could get Parramatta and say Eau Claire, Eau Claire in Wisconsin... Yes. A sister, sister city arrangement. Yes. So we could operate, get some fundraising happening in Eau Claire for the Eau Claire people to reach out and help fundraise changes that have to be made at Parramatta Stadium. Ditto with Leichhardt. Mm-hmm. If Bal- Balmain Leichhardt, if the Tigers find a team yeah, or find a, a state in America. That is it taking might be them up. Utah. Yeah, Utah. Let's say it's Utah. So Salt Lake City. Moab. Moab. They reach out and help finance keeping the historical integrity of Leichhardt Oval. Well, so, they, they, they'd buy that. So are you suggesting Junior Polo, yes. say in the off-season, go to... Salt Lake City. Well, I was thinking he's an eel, so oh, he'd yes. go to... No, he'd go to Eau Claire, Claire in, yeah. in Wisconsin, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> And maybe put on a night, yeah. show some videos, here's yes. me scoring a try, yeah. here's the crowd of Watsford Oval, yeah. imagine Stomp going over, etc. Right. Here's yeah. Leichhardt Oval, don't worry about that because sure. they don't need money, we yeah. need money. Yes. Et cetera. Wow, what a great idea. Mm. Yeah. And would yeah. there be a yeah. venue big enough in Eau Claire to hold yes, the, would. the yeah, Paro yeah, yeah, night? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, mm. I think so, yeah. But see, that's just the United States, H.E. Now, no. if, there are gr- green, if there are green shoots in Iceland... Yeah, I know. People, somebody's what a Reykjavik. Go. I know. You know, a Reykjavik Broncos Rainbow, Rainbow Connection. I don't know. Yeah, where this goes. It's up to Volandis. Yes. Australians, rugby league crime is at pandemic proportions. Referees and officials can't see everything, but together we can. If you see rugby league crime, then as an Australian, do your duty and report it to Bludging on the Blind Side. Text us on 0467 920 222. Yes, and the big news in rugby league crime this week was the uh, betting sting uh, on the NRL Night of Nights began to unfold at a Sydney pub on the evening of September the 13th last year, the opening night of the finals. That's what the that's what 5-0 will allege. Uh, now, this is a, a, a sad thing, I'm, and I don't I know you're this involved crime, in this. This is crime, isn't it? This is it, crime. This is real crime. Yeah. And I know you're involved because you made a fortune on the knowing the result before. Well, not but a I, fortune, but enough. Enough. Can I point out, yep. this doesn't sully your independence in this matter. The fact that well, you I got lucky. Not. Well, it won't. It won't. It won't. I've known you for the best part of 35 years. Yes. And I don't know you'll be conflicted by any of this. No. Rugby league crime. Because no. let's face it, every week there's rugby league crime. Of course there is. Now, uh, this concerns Stat Edge. Mm. Now, Stat Edge compiled the votes. Oh, yes. So they knew who was going to win. For the Daly M's, yeah. I'm wondering why. How, how large a company is this, HG? How many staff members? Well, they've got an owner. two at least, aren't they? They've got an owner and a general manager. Right. They've been charged with using and communicating inside information mm. uh, in connection to the plunge to Roy Slaven. Yes. Uh, now, these details have been Can I just say the police haven't spoken to me at all about no. this? No, I know. I know. Not at all. I know. You know, I took myself up to the police station. I, I said, hello. You know, Roy here, uh, I just want to let you know that I'm available if anyone wants to talk to me about what happened at the Dally M's. They said, well... So what, buddy? So what, mate? Yeah. yeah you... Off you go. Haven't <laughs> 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 you got something else to do with your yeah. dog? But that's police. I suppose it is. Uh, they now, did say, have you got any tips? 
Ah, uh, yes. Heard anything? I said, yeah. <laughs> Parramatta by 30. That's it. <laughs> That's right. And remember, of course, this is what this is what we have. This mm. scandal has sadly come, a, uh, you know, concerning this yeah. Bellamy thing has come a year too early. It has. Because you're a model comment, and I think people have not forgotten this, was the score the other night was 36 to 6, sorted out amongst yourselves. That's it. And they, they're professional these days. That's yep. come down from head office. That's come down from Volantis, 36 yep. to 6. Sure. Just sort it out yourselves. Don't yeah, get me involved. Professional. professional, that's right. Look, the only joy I take out of this scandal, HG, this betting scandal that involved um, uh, the Dally M's. Dally M's, Coach year, of the Year. Coach of the Year award. Okay. That it is quarantined from rugby league itself. Uh huh. It doesn't sully the game at all. It, it certainly does not. You know, the game still smells of the roses that it smelled of prior to this happening. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been sullied at all. Mm-hmm. This is just a couple of what I describe as ne'er-do-wells. Ne'er-do-wells? Ne'er-do-wells. Have we ever used that term on this we show haven't. before? We haven't. I would have said loose cannons. Loose cannons. Mm. Opportunists. Opportunists. Criminals. <laughs> Busted ass types. Busted ass types. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, it's now, a pretty sad old day, isn't it, when you've got to cr- come up with a betting scam? To get ahead. Well, and why didn't they go the whole hog? Yeah, they, they knew who put the was house the, on it. Well, hang on, hang on. Oh, well, how about how about the they've got uh, half of the year? Yeah, you know, prop of the year. Yeah, why stop with Bellamy? I know, I don't get it. Mm. It was suggested that uh, you know observers of this say it's uh, they they take TABs etc. Betting organisations take bets on Survivor, The Voice, MasterChef, these sort of things. Mm. It's a very little interest to most punters, and they can't. People only get really interested in a week before, and it's. And not a market that you want to hard-nosed punters want to get involved in. Right. Now, that speaks volumes for what's going on here. Sure. sure. So we have... Can I suggest, actually, this year is going to be entirely different with global interest now. I know. I know. The votes. Global interest. You know, 365, they'll be framing a market now. I know. It's incredible. Won't they? The coronavirus has changed everything. Yeah. And we had uh, here, for instance, a source close to obviously one of the... uh, Miscreants mm. says he's a devout Christian yes. who has not had a drink in a year. Right, and then the betting plunge uh, had been a result of loose lips at the pub. Pub at the pub. Oh, was, I see. It, you know, under the weather when he uh, where he was. Dear, okay. That Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, gee up! Come yeah. on, you got to get involved. Yeah, yeah we're involved. We know. So it won't. would have been he was having a few drinks. Well. And someone said, oh, don't you work for the company that works out the, the yeah, voting well, the Dalian? Said, yeah, I do. So what? Yeah. So what? Well, who won Coach of the Year? Oh, well, Craig Bellamy, why? Did he? <laughs> I'm going to ring Roy. Yeah. What a, is that how it was? I think that's how it is. And what role <laughs> did his Christianity take in this, HG? What's, what's, is well, that I, a mitigating circumstance? It would what? be. The Good Samaritan story straight away. All right. I saw somebody down on the luck. Is there any evidence that the apostles like to bet? (laughs) Rugby League supports NATO, the CSIRO, the ANZUS Pact and the World Health Organisation. No other sport has made such a commitment. This is Bludging on the Blind Side. Now, Roy, just coming to uh, crime, are you worried that the Zeri... Case looks a bit suspicious from the point of view. The time it took Asada to bring down the findings. Yep, yep. All I can say is the Asada must hate the rugby league, HG. Mm. I mean, they've they've sat on this for six months. They've known about this for six months. And And yet they chose the very week 
when the man of feathers. Mm. Golden moment. Golden for, moment for, for the, the man, for of, the man feathers. of feathers. Yeah. Yeah, they tried to sully it. And how did that happen? And has it worked? No. No. Well, hang on. No, it hadn't worked. Of course it hadn't worked. But why didn't they save it till this week? Meaning the coming week or yeah. the next week. I yeah. mean, I don't get it. Yeah. Or, or why not January the 3rd? Yeah. You know, they've known this for this for this long. I mean, it is. It is just weird. And what? what it's criminal. It's bordering on criminal, isn't it? Do you think there's a case here? I think there's a. It could go to the High Court. Right, fair enough. I can see the High Court looking at this. <laughs> what happened? My <laughs> lord. Now, uh, back to the uh, the Rugby League Coach of the Year. Much of the investigation was completed by the NRL Integrity Union. Oh, don't get me started. Integrity Unit. You remember there, the police? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ex-police. Mostly they've got nothing to do with Project Apollo. They haven't. No. Which, after being tipped off by bookmakers, handed over its finding to the police last November, reporting about 20,000 in suspect winnings. Not a huge lot of No, them. no, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't a fortune. No. It was just enough to, you know, shout around. <laughs> <laughs> the AFL supports the dreams and aspirations of hard-working Australians who want nothing more than the right to have a fair go. This is Bludging on the Blind Side. Now, Roy, uh, we've skirted around this for a while and, uh, well, sadly it's come back to bite us on the bum somewhat. The sportsman from Victoria has given a strongest hint yet that the AFL will have a night grand final yes. rather than clash with the daytime Cox Plate. Now, our proposal is the venue be Mooney Valley for both the yeah. Cox Plate and yeah. the AFL Grand Final and That's the Cox right. Plate be run at three-quarter time. That's right. It comes as debate intensifies around the shape of the Spring Carnival with Melbourne Racing Club pushing for a major change to the calendar. Paluca does not believe the AFL will try and move Australia's greatest rate, weight for age race from its traditional time should the two, as expected, take place on October the 24th. My view is that I don't want them to clash and I'm absolutely confident that they won't. Now, this is about respect for racing. Now, do you think racing in Australia at the moment is disrespected? I think so, yeah. You do? I do. And do you think that moving fixtures around, I mean... It doesn't help. It doesn't help. I I remember a while ago when the Everest came to prominence... Well, this was Peter Blanders, wasn't it? He wanted to move the Melbourne Cup. He did. Shows the Everest to have a bit of He tried to drag it kicking and screaming towards a different date. (laughs) Didn't work. And more's the pity because had... That happened, we wouldn't have this problem that's looming no, for I us agree. now. It would have been beautiful. We could have had clear air yeah. for both the football, the AFL, and the uh, yeah. racing. Yeah, the spring that, racing that, that, That's right. And why are see, people. See, I, I think, I think I mean, uh, racing has been a world of its own, a world of itself. It's ignored the will of the people, it's mm-hmm. ignored people for so long. Mm. You know, it thinks just because we've had it on this date for 100 years, it should start. Well, no, you've got to open up. It's a different world The now. virus has changed The virus it. has changed everything. everything. Absolutely everything. And this is recognised by the man of feathers. Ah, golden feathers. Golden feathers. Now, still with the AFL, yep. reduced quarters, and we've talked about this before, are unlikely to be a feature beyond this season, according to the murderer. Right. So what's now, the murderer doing tinkering with with the shorter quarters well, people, in this season? Why? I've got no idea about this. Yeah, this we get the this team, is you think it's going to save time? We can get more games happening if they play for – it just makes no – but that's typical of his thinking. 
It is. I think it's a compressed season. That's maybe wrong. People, so compressed season, compressed games within I a compressed know. season. Well, you see, they listen. They spend too much time listening to a inside the bubble talk. Yes. They don't get out and mix with no. the fans. They don't talk to the fans. They don't they talk don't, to real people. Real people. That's Thank right. You. People who pay to come. Oh no, yep. no one can come. Be that yep. mate. People who buy photographs of themselves to stick in ground. Sure. They don't talk to them. They don't care about them. No, they they don't, don't care about the life they laugh of at them. They laugh at them. Exactly. HG. I oh, know. It's a disgrace, isn't it? Of course it's a disgrace. Now, quarters have been shortened this season to 16 minutes plus time on trim from the usual 20 in an effort to ensure that if games need to be played on a shorter turnaround in order to complete the season, they can be. Do you understand what I mean? Yes. Less game time, etc. Yeah. The murderer said it was a feature that was unlikely to be carried into 2021. He's a mortal commons. I don't think so. I don't think so. That's all he'd say. That's all I don't that. think so. Yeah. We're looking at things uh, all the time, but 20 minutes, cut to 16. We're looking at things all the time. Yeah, how to kill. Is that what the murderer said? Yeah, but you know how what How to means. kill things. That's all he's interested in, How to bump things off. Yeah. Um, our broadcasters understand and our supporters, oh, oh, on they go. No, they don't. Yeah. But it's not something we're contemplating. What about, the, what about the four or five poorer clubs that he's trying to kill at the moment? Oh, Any talk about that? Not yet. He'll only let you know when they're dead. You know what I mean? That's right. He'll. Uh, that's right. There'll yeah. be a public notice. Yeah. You know the Saturday. burial of the Gold Coast Suns will happen at ten p.m. Monday. Don't you just read about it. I know. And then you go on three AW. Yeah. Well, they were. Yeah. They weren't pulling their well, weight. They weren't pulling their weight. You know, yeah. they, they, were, they were bloody hopeless and they were Costing screaming out to be murdered. So you know what? I murdered them. The World Boxing Federation is committed to the development of the quantum computer, supports astronomy and believes in rational debate. No other sport has made such commitments. This is Bludging on the Blind Side on ABC Radio. I did notice, Roy, and this goes to your work with the, which, which has gone largely unremarked by national media. No surprises there, your biosecurity work, which has been secret. Yep. You know, the bath of well, hand sanitizer. Well, I'm not allowed san- to talk about it. No, the bath of hand sanitizer, yeah, the, the showering after, et cetera. Mm. Or- yeah. <laughs> now. Don't bring it up. I'm tired of it. I'm just, just, it's wearing you out. It's wearing me out. I can see 40 that. times a day into the bath of sanitizer, into the shower. How's it going, boys? Mm. Yeah, we're right, right. Mm. Yeah. Now. Uh, the Golden Feathers Man is set in the coming weeks to hand over to the government a detailed submission about outlining the gradual return for crowds at the NRL venues. Now, the, uh, the the rugby league boss is aiming for sponsors and corporate types to return to venues in the next few weeks Good. with fans on July the 1st. Now, what sort of what sort of slide rule are you going to run over these yeah. corporates? I mean, it's not just you the You can't trust your corporates, can you? You can. You can't, Social no. distancing in corporates. Yeah. They're here today, gone tomorrow. Yeah. And they're always changing those at the top. So yep. it's a new corporate all the time, not not aware of rugby league nuance. No. No. No idea of uh, social distancing <clears throat> and, you know, hands. No, sanitizer. the only thing I would say about the corporates, HG, is often they don't turn up. No. <laughs> and you see, you see the corporate boxes there with a plate full of sandwiches yeah. and some party pies and what have you there. Yeah. No one in there. I know. I know. No one in there. Mm. I know. Vacant. Absolutely. Now, the other I mean, thing, they're rubbish, the corporates, aren't they? Now, what will happen here Give is... Give the game back to the people! Yeah. <laughs> now, according to the proposal, mm. plans for spectators to be scanned by thermal camera before heading into the venues. Good. They'll be turned away if they show signs of a fever. Thank goodness for that. Now, right. we come to the scale of the venues. Mm. I mean, when I last looked, I'm not sure what they, how much they've knocked down out at ANZ, but she was a big stadium. Was. Uh, Might have held about 70,000 people. 150,000 HG when they had the wings on it, you recall. That's true. Now, 
what we get to here is the problem is a, a rugby league match, except for state of origin mm. and maybe the grand final. Usually gets about 3,000. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't need to do anything. You no. can have them. Sitting 100 metres apart and they'd if you want be fine. I know. It is an odd, odd, odd thing. It is, isn't it? Now we've got yeah. another... Another uh, prize to give away here on uh, Bludging on the Blind oh, Side. Oh, yeah, just before we get there, yes. I, I must draw your attention because it is Jermaine. Uh, Andrew's been in touch. Oh, Andrew, yes. He says, uh, make sure you get your copy of the Western Weekender. Well, I, I had no intention of getting the Western Weekender, but I will now. He says, it brought a tear to my eye. Um, now, the weekend of this Friday, you get your free Peter Volandis poster to celebrate the NRL's return. Peter Volander's poster. A Peter Volander's poster. Now, he says, we reckon it's the first P Peter Volander's poster in history, plus take part in our Show Us Your Volander's competition. Massa, message us a photo of your poster hanging up and you could win a $100 flower power voucher. Whoa. Doesn't that do your head in? Excellent. A, there's a poster of Peter Volander's out there. I hope it's... So I hope the feathers are all over it, the golden feathers bursting out of his trouser. We come back to that old thing that we say all the time on this show, the virus changes everything. I've never heard of that before. No. Have you ever heard of a Lord Gosper poster? No. Have you ever heard of a Peter Beatty poster? No. Have you ever heard of anything, a, the murder John po Coates poster? No. Of course not. But it's not a bad idea, though, Now, that I think I mean, about it, if the uh, IOC, should I say the AOC, was yeah. worried about money, there's your income there's your right income there. right there, yeah. A poster of John Coates. Yep. And make every house have one. By law. Now, the uh, the next prize is, of course, a poster pack. Uh, the Dream, the Ice Dream. Yep. Terrific poster packs. If you're doing renovations and you've got a window that needs, well, tidying up. Yep. These are perfect size to cover a window. So that's a poster pack of the Dream and uh, the Ice Dream with Roy and HG featured. They're sort of not as good as the Volandis. No. But they're not far from it. Mm. They'd be the next best thing. So if you're stuck for a Volandis, try and get involved with these. For all comers, you can answer the following question. Now, which suburban ground has as par has its sorry, which suburban ground has its past is its future as its slogan? <laughs> Which <laughs> suburban ground? Australians, these are rugby league heroes we should never forget. Kevin Hardwick, Steve Edmund, Tulson Tollett, Horry Hastings, Lord Ted Goodwin and Brett Horsnell. All remembered fondly with thoughts and prayers on Bludging on the Blind Side. Who are we talking to, Roy? Yeah, we're joined by Maureen, who's joining us from uh, Annandale in New South Wales. How are you there, Maureen? I'm very well, thank you. I now, just wanted to say the Oval, whose past is its future, has got to be like Art Oval. You're, you're absolutely well, no, you, right. Yes, yes, you got in before we even had to ask <laughs> yeah, the question. Yeah. That's just excellent. That first time that's ever happened. Now, for how long have you been in uh, in uh, Annandale, Maureen? Uh, 73 years last Tuesday. Good oh, grief. That is stunning. Years. Yes. And have you been to Leichhardt Oval often in the 73 years? Oh, many, many times. Yes. <laughs> Do you have a favourite player? Uh, Probably too yes. many. Uh, no, we had quite a few, but Keith Barnes would do me. Thank you. Oh, well, I was going to, just going to say Golden Boots. Wouldn't it be lovely if there was a statue of Golden Boots with a statue of, say, Benji Marshall? Oh, fantastic. But I would also like to say as far as the plans for Leichhardt Oval are concerned... Good luck with the greens. Oh, oh you mean the... Right. Oh, oh, no. Dear. You can bet they'll throw a spanner in the works. 
Did you, would it worry you that, you know, we're suggesting this upper tier where the cars go, the, of uh, traffic problems around the Oval? You know, maybe we'd be looking at twenty or 30,000 cars every week going in there uh, on always, Sundays. It's, it's ever been a problem. Oh, it's fair enough. A problem, yeah. People now, have got well, used to it. What do you think of the idea of the shade cloth? Oh, wonderful. We certainly could do with some shade cloth on the... Uh, eastern side. Yes, yes, because when yes. you're standing there late in the afternoon, it's very difficult to watch, isn't it? But we wouldn't want to block out the scoreboard. Oh, no. <laughs> no suggestion of that. There'd be a hole for the scoreboard. <laughs> yeah. Now, no. you could run sponsors on the cloth, though, because yeah, it wouldn't... Could. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, well, I local sponsors? Yeah. Yes, why not? Why not? Now, uh, I'm just thinking of Annandale. You've got Johnston Street, I think, in Annandale, which I think is the widest street in Sydney. Well, I didn't know that, but, yes, we certainly do have Johnson Street. Now, I think it's that wide so that a uh, uh, bullock train could, could turn, turn around. around. <laughs> well, that could be right. We, I haven't seen any lately. <laughs> no. No. Well, what would be great is to have a back-to-Balmain yeah. bullock day. To have the bullock oh, train pick up people from the Annandale yes. and take them to the clop. Over to Leichhardt Oval. Oh, what a dream come true that would be. And then obviously see the uh, Tigers win. Yes. What a great idea. All right. That's Let's organise it. Let's organise it, yes. Maybe you could speak to Darcy about it. Well, Darcy Byrne, the mayor that was referred to er earlier, I'd I'd go straight to the top. I'd speak to the man with golden feathers. Yeah, Peter Valandis, he dragged that kicking. and then we really would get it done. Thank you. That's right. Now, look, the poster pack, the uh, dream and uh, the ice dream featuring Roy and HG and Peter Valandis, which we will draw in for you, uh, it will be on their way to Annandale during the week. Thanks very much for being part of Bludgeon on the Blind Side. Quiet Australians, raise the Olympic gaze and reset the controls for July 2021. Stand by for a golden shower in Tokyo. Punters, stay up to date with updates right here on Bludging on the Blind Side. Now, Roy, look, I know you've got your hands full with yes. the um, rural and regional Anzacs, but how about this? Uh... Rugby players could be less at risk of transmitting COVID-19 than basketballers. So I just picked that here out of the uh, mm. the nine newspapers. Than basketballers? Yeah. Are they particularly vulnerable, HG? Well, I didn't know that. I didn't know but, that. But I think Is what, that why Bogut is leaving the Kings? I'd say so. Anyway, and other athletes in semi-contact sports, if world rugby proposals such as banning scrum resets are implemented by national unions mm. with, high rates of, with, with high rates of the disease. Now... What happens here is is that uh, World Rugby Chief Medical Officer co-authored a report mm. analysing 60 adult games in a bid to understand the on-field risks of coronavirus transmission. Mm. The major recommendations will be put to World Rugby. Oh, that yeah. lot. Yeah. They include the suggestion that scrum resets be abolished as well as clamping down on upright tackling, reducing team huddles and banning spitting. Oh, wait a minute. That's Spitting. going too far. I saw an Eels player go over, sorry, a East player go over last night. Yep. Had the presence of mind to lay it, send a noise to South as he got up after yeah. scoring a try. It was pure magic. Now, well, hang on. Did he send the oyster south or did no, he end up on no, the grass? No, no. He just ended up on the grass. He ended up I, on the grass. Well, that's a waste. Lily. I was gilding a lily. Yeah, I yeah, know. I saw your op-ed this week in the Nine newspaper That's right. under the banner sending an oyster south. The yeah. offensive and defensive use of spit. That's right. It was terrific. It's got Grass a lot of... used to always say, if you see an open mouth, boys, use... don't waste it and don't miss. Now, 
It was the team huddles, <laughs> reducing team huddles and banning the spit, changing jerseys and washing match balls. Yep. They've also been proposed. Now, apparently, mm. the idea is, is that the tackling around the legs means there's less contact with the business end vis-a-vis COVID. Mm. Uh, the COVID end being obviously upstairs, more around the uh, mm. nose, throat and mouth area. Okay. But of the Anthony Fauci types, HG, have they made it clear that there's been no evidence of transmission between head and leg? I haven't heard that. No, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that spelled out quite in that manner, as neatly as that. No. No transmission between head and leg. Head and leg. They've got to get onto that. Yeah. Because this could put the mock on global rugby. Well, good. Good. I mean, if you can prove that there's no – that you can't contract the virus from – brushing your head against someone's leg, then that's fine. I know. Tackle all your leg. Yeah. Are you worried about the scrums, though? They want yes, to reduce I am. the scrums and resets. What are they going to do, just have a water penalty all I the time? I suppose so. Well, that's what they do anyway. Yeah, true, after 20 times. After 20 times. So the National Rugby can adopt or reject the recommendations depending on COVID rates. Mm-hmm. It's unclear which way Australian rugby will go, yeah. though they may not be necessary given Australia's low infection rates. Sydney Rugby Union is understood to be tepid. Obviously, that's yeah. the shoot shield people. Yeah. Using WH guidelines stating uh, stating more than 15 minutes within one metre of another person means higher risk. The group studied the, which uh, position at the moment increased chances of contracting the disease from another player. They calculated the exact amount of time play. Oh, oh dear. It's a bit It's overthought, there. isn't it? It's, it's overthought. It's well overthought. Now, here we go. If you tackle someone around the legs and you're not near any droplets, then you're not at risk, according to uh, somebody who helped them out here. Okay. Uh, by droplets, they mean a- atomised spit in the air, don't they, do. they? The perception that a contact sport is more dangerous may not be exactly right because it's about proximity to an infected person. Mm. Basketball is man-on-man as opposed to team-on-team. Team. We're saying there may be actually a higher risk in basketball because they're in close... Yeah. Closeness of the other person for a longer period of time. Oh, Lord. So that means if you played rugby on a bigger area, yeah. you might be able to get away with it. Yeah. And, of course, you've got global rapid rugby, which we don't know much about. We don't. We don't know what sort of tackling's involved. We don't know if spit's involved. Mm. We, we have no idea about it. That's true. I don't know. I would have thought the most risky part of the game for a rugby player would be in the rucks and malls. Exactly. That's where, you know, heads are trodden on, spat on. Well, imagine, you know, one of those truck and trailer things. Truck and trailer, that's all uh, about spit. That's all about spitting in someone's mouth. Football. It's Meatloaf, Billy Idol, Tom Jones, Mike Brady, Tina, Chisel, Bon Jovi and Daryl all strutting their stuff at the Big Watusi and bludging on the blind side on ABC Radio. Yes, uh, Roy, the Queensland Olympics. I mean, this is gathering a bit of steam now. It is, isn't it? I thought it would go away, but it hasn't. 2032, uh, coronavirus can work in its favour as well as drive the state's recovery. Now, mm. I'm not sure how into a whole Queensland are. They've obviously got tourism is their big thing. It is. Uh, you'd have the, to imagine they're going to de- deficit. You you'd, would. Well, the reef, you see, the reef's stuffed. Yeah. People aren't get, Well, people like looking at dead things. I suppose they do. So you just have to let that known. You've got to promote that. Come and see the dead Come reef. Come and see the dead reef. Oh. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. That's got to ring a song. Isn't it? 
come and see. Because there'd the be a lot reef. of dead reef freaks out there. Oh, millions, millions who didn't know it was dead. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> now, Matt, CEO AOC CEO Matty Carroll says it already has the edge on less advanced bids in Indonesia, India, Germany, and Iceland, uh, and jointly the North and South Korea. That's the one they'll go for, isn't it? Um. Joint bid. The Queensland is ahead of the game and they can move very quickly. They're already down the track master planning for the games and the state government has already given the green light to pursue it. Okay. Carol maintains the games will be cost neutral and uh, yeah, obviously slimline IOC protocols. Yep. I mean... How far advanced is the North-South Korean bid? Actually, well know? advanced. Yep. I mean, you just got to get Kim Jong-un, if yes. I've got the right one. Yep. That's Dennis Rodman's mate. Yeah, Dennis, Dennis Rodman. Well, look at that. Yeah. What an in there is to American basketball, sure. American athleticism in general. Yes. Um, look, he's a can do sort of bloke. He is and a can do sort of bloke. The only person I've heard him ever compared with when it comes to sport is Peter Volandis. Really? Know, in the same breath. As good as Volandis. In fact, there were rumours that. Well, Lund- there's a lot of sort of dragging, kicking, and screaming <laughs> in North career, isn't there? There is. Yeah. There is. Yeah. And I heard mention that if Philandis wasn't able for the job, that mm-hmm. Un would have done it part-time as well. Oh, okay. Mm. Yep. yep. Anyway, that's out there. Is there any talk of the Man of Golden Feathers joining our Olympic team? Well, he's got to be. Team? Well, you see, that's what is I Is there any talk of him joining the National Cabinet? And I noticed the National Cabinet is going to replace COAG, I want to say, this week, actually. Yeah, I saw that. Now, what's the legal is. status of the National Cabinet? Well, he never meets. I mean, has the High Court had a look at this? <laughs> Can I come back to the uh, mm-hmm. where the, the bid's going? Yes. Look, I, what I think is that they've got a it's slimline, IOC. They're not going to spend much money on it. No. Now, they won't trim the sports because by 2032, who knows? I mean, shop put may be the dominant sport in the world. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly Hammer will get a lot of freaks. Yes, jabber. Uh, and shooting, of course. Your shooting. Favorite. shooting, yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Anyway, so it's going to be a whole new ball game because virus will change everything. We mm-hmm. may not be able to have some of those contact sports. No. I mean, imagine running a marathon with all those people who are 1,500 metres. You won't be able to do it anymore. Because no, people are, people breathing are too close. Too close. Yep. Heavily breathing and yep. so on. Yep, yep, uh, So I think it's going, to, it's, going to, it's going to surprise a lot of people. Okay. Is there any talk of global rapid rugby being part of the Olympics, actually? I know no. uh, someone was talking about it. It might have been Twiggy. <laughs> well, hang on a minute. Twiggy's talking about it? I mean, it's got to be counted in. Yeah. I mean, if anyone can get something happen, apart from Volandis, yes, kicking and screaming, It'd be the twig. Yeah, wouldn't it? it would. Yeah. It would. The twig would be there. Uh, listen, I mean, what? Where do we stand on this? Do you think? That well, I think is... most Australians are pro Olympics. Yeah. And are pro Australian Olympics. Yeah. And are pro the Gold Coast bid. Yeah. Now, is it a Gold Coast no, Brisbane it's bid? Or is it South East Queensland. I think bid? it's South East Queensland. So it's not exclusively Gold Coast. No. Now, do you think that, um, uh, you know, we should work out whether we can actually afford this or yeah. do we just go ahead and say, oh, where there's hope, there's money? Look, my whole view of money has changed in the post-virus. The virus has changed it for you. As soon as I can tell, nowadays you've just, you just print it. Swimming Australia supports NATO, the CSIRO, the ANZUS Pact and the World Health Organisation. No other sport has made such a commitment. This is Bludgeon on the Blind Side on ABC Radio. Yes, uh, Roy, uh, just one small thing to finish up with. and I, I, This is a terrific story apropos of the new success in America with... Um, 
rugby league or yep. rugby league is mm. the Matthew Lodge story. Now, I understand Freddie, the coach of the New South Wales Blues, has got his eye on Matthew Lodge to plug a gap up front. Really? I know. It's a big news, isn't it? That Very is big news. big news. That Matthew Lodge could be, you know, I mean. That's rug- such a story of redemption. Now, is it. Redemption story, exactly. Is there talk of a film? I thought you were going to say there was talk of a film. Well, there's got to be a film in it. Uh, but one thing I was hoping to yeah. get you is the other way around. The Matthew Lodge story mm. as explaining rugby league to Americans. Yes. Because I've got to be honest here, you know, I watched it with a number of Americans who were a bit baffled by it. Yeah. But they, when I told them the Matthew Lodge story and the reasons they why. They were all ears. Thanks. They would have been all ears. And Should he be sent over by the man of golden feathers to, to talk, go, go on, say, Colbert, Jimmy Kimmel, these sorts of things and start spreading the word a little bit? They what? could take him short. New York, uh, I believe you've been in New York, Matthew. Yeah, that's right. I hope in New York. That's what, you know, had a great time. When did you come up with the idea of taking people prisoner? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> and what happened with the... Well, yeah, home invasion. <laughs> what made you think that would... That would Terrific idea. Yeah, yeah, and can I ask, connection between home invasion and rugby league? Yes, is, is it there sort one? of a, a met- <laughs> <laughs> Is the game yeah. a metaphor for home invasion? Yeah, yeah. Mm. And redemption. Redem- you you know, know, redemption. Now, you know. I believe you're going to be made, made of blue. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I mean... And Terrific story. I know. It's all there. Yeah. And then clips, obviously, of uh, yes. taking the ball up. And, That's uh, right. The, and the police reports. The police reports. You could have re-enacted. The, the victims. Oh, I know. And it's a reenactment. A, it's just fantastic. Yes. I mean, if there was a way to get, I mean, you've got to seize the moment. You do. At the you moment, do. rugby league is all the talk in America. Sure, there are other things. Mm. You know, mm. virus, civil unrest, yeah. asymmetrical, asymmetrical civil war, all this sort of stuff. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but through all of that bushfire comes a spark of gold. Hope. And hope. Yeah. And that's where we started today, HG. I know. With hope. I know. And imagine. And the Americans are looking for hope. They are. And, and there's imagine, a little bit of hope in rugby league. And imagine. Matthew Lodge providing that hope. I mean, yes. that, I mean, the talk about change. Talk about a mad world. I know, I know. Weird, isn't it? Thanks, Australia, for joining us on the blind side for another bludge. Uh, join us when the whips are cracking again and Roy and I are packing down looking to do bugger all. How to build a healthy community? <laughs> Form a club. <laughs> build a clubhouse. <laughs> Win matches. This is Bludging on the Blind Side on ABC Radio. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.